Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the first winter edition. Is it winter yet? Fall edition of Rolling with Ungayo. It's a travelogue with weed right here on CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio and iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else quality podcasts can be found. My name is Ungayo Bilam. I'm the Dank Diplomat, your stony host. And here we are, Monday the 12th of December 2016. I just got back from the... Emerald Cup in Santa Rosa, California, the culmination of three weeks of hard work uh, for me. Months and months of hard work for everybody who put on the festival, but for the judges in the MC, three, three weeks of hard work. Before we get into that, let's discuss dessert first. As always, uh, last night I had a delicious dessert at the festival. I had a triple berry pie from the uh, fairgrounds. They were selling them the fairgrounds for $6 a slice, which was kind of expensive. But um, completely worth it. And it was from Upper Crust Pie, which is somewhere in Marin County. And it was delicious. I believe the three berries were like blue, raz, and dingle. Dingle. So it was blueberry, raz, and dingleberry. And it was delicious. I don't always go for dingleberries, but listen, man, when they're in the triple berry pie, you can't go wrong. I seem to be fighting off a small cold. Uh, mostly, because I've been driving back and forth to Laytonville, California, uh, for the past three weeks and smoking lots and lots of marijuana. I got, I had the fortune and the honor and the pleasure and the duty to be a judge for the marijuana flowers at the 13th annual Emerald Cup this year. Hold on a minute. I'm going to smoke some weed right now. Thank you. I'm smoking Mm -hmm. Scotch tar pine. No, what's it called? It's called Pine Tar Kush uh, that I got from my homie Jubal the fest last night. It's got a very smoky flavor, almost like a scotch with a hint of sweetness on the end. And I'm smoking it out of my brand new Monsoon Sherlock from Chameleon Glass. We love Chameleon Glass. If you use the phrase Ungayo420 on their website at checkout, you get 10% off of your item. So that's always nice. So that's what I've been doing. I've been judging the flowers competition for the Emerald Cup, driving back and forth to Laytonville. Laytonville is about two and a half, three and a half hours, four hours if you stop at the casino, which I don't mind. I like to stop at the casino. It's a nice, clean place to pee, and you can uh, chain smoke inside. Maybe you have a rental car. They don't want you to smoke tobacco in the car if you're still a tobacco smoker. I think I'm going to stop smoking tobacco, mostly because marijuana is legal in California, and cops can no longer use the smell of weed to search your car. So if you smell like weed, they can't really go through your car anymore. So there's no real reason for me to keep my car smelling like uh, backwoods and swisher blunts. <laughs> so I stop at the casino, which is cool. You usually donate, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they pay you $50 to take a pee and sometimes you pay them 20 bucks for the honor of peeing at the casino. But it's a nice, clean, well-lighted place to shit. Um, So there were over 660 different strains or different samples. I mean, not all the strains were different.
strains, but there were a lot of different strains. Different samples entered in the cup this year, and I smoked damn near all of them. It's 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 a tough gig. There's like 15 or 20 of us, and we get together every week, and we bring in our top picks from the week before, and then we pick up a new batch, and you go home and you smoke all those for hours and hours. It's like a full-time job, and I know that sounds weird. And people be like, I'd love to have your job. Well, you know, man, you're smoking weed all day, and it's it's not just like party bus weed. It's not like... You know, you just got a joint and you're just going to smoke it and you're going to do some shit. You actually have to sit down with your coffee. I recommend coffee. I drank a lot of coffee in these past three weeks. I actually had a day where my pee was smelling like coffee and I was like, I should probably add some water to my weed and coffee diet. Uh, so you drink a lot of coffee and you smoke a lot of weed and you have to judge them. We have four categories. Uh, the first three categories get 10 points each. And then the fourth category, you could get a maximum of 20 points. Right. 20 being the best one being not so good. Zero being the absolute worst. Nobody, nobody got a zero. I mean, if you got a zero, you probably make it uh, into the jar. So uh, you judge them on flavor, looks, smell and effects. And effects is the one that gets 20 points. Right. Because what good is pretty stinky weed if you don't get high at all? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and some some marijuana like it has a good smell, but it doesn't look great. It might sneak into the next round because it makes you feel fantastic. There were some delicious ones. And that's the thing. Like, there's 668 different strains. And I would say, really, out of all of that, there were maybe four strains, three strains that I absolutely wouldn't smoke. Uh, one had horrible mold all over it. I don't know what possessed someone to enter moldy weed into a contest, like if that's the best weed you can do, that's probably not a good idea. Maybe you should look into other avenues other than growing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. And then there was one entry that smelled like dead fish. Apparently they had got the fish emulsion ratio or pattern wrong or didn't, they didn't uh, flush. No, you have to flush. That's one of those things. When we, when we look at the judging, right? It, it gets to, eso, not esoteric, but little little quality things in the marijuana. I don't know if you guys know. Most of you probably know this already. When you smoke the marijuana, you know, you burn it, and it creates an ash. Now, if your ash is exceedingly dark, if you have a really dark black ash, or if your weed is a little crackly, right, that can imply that they didn't flush it properly, right? Because, you know, you're growing your weed, you got all your nutrients, you're throwing some shit in your dirt. But before harvest, like two weeks before harvest time, you just need to give it straight water, man. Just pure, pure, clean, delicious, healthy water. And that'll flush out all those weird nutrients and chemicals and potassium salt and all that good shit. And give you nice, green, clean, burning weed. You want a nice gray, a nice light white ash. Right. I don't know. That sounds kind of uh, not really racist. I'm not saying that I don't like a nice black ash every once in a while. But I'm saying when it comes to marijuana, white ash is the way to go. So that's what I've been doing. So we came up over two and a half weeks. We came up with a top 50, which actually became a top 70, because what happens is inevitably there's one jar of marijuana that at least one of the judges thinks should be get 
uh, more recognition than it's been getting. All the other judges are like, well, I don't know about that one. And so you kind of have to lobby. I lobbied for number 176 uh, because I felt like it was a judge, a, a weed for grownups. And I feel uh, it was super chocolatey. It had a gravy, a really nice chocolate smell and uh, not an overpowering smell. You know how like sometimes you open a jar and the smell just hits you in the nose. Like the two winners had crazy bag value smells like that where you open the Number 262 was a Skittle straight. That was the one that won. And then uh, number 101 was a uh, was the Purple Candy Cane, and that came in second place after coming in third place last year. So apparently he did something to make it one place better. Uh, he figured something out. Uh, but they were both really sweet and floral. As soon as you open the jar, you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Uh, with this 176, which came in ninth place, by the way, thanks to me. Well, not really thanks to me, but people may have overlooked it if I hadn't lobbied for weed for grownups and not just weed for kids who, oh, my God, the smell, the smell. Uh, but it had a deep chocolate smell and a very earthy flavor and a really, really, really nice high. And that turned out to be an actual chocolate hashberry plant, which um, we were all fans of it once I pointed it out to them. So you have three days to smoke... 70 different weeds and come up with the top 20 and then we all get together again and they tabulate the results and then if there's a tie we have a smoke off right you smoke one joint of each amongst everybody and then people decide uh 389 actually edged out 176 a little bit 389 was really one of those tangy ones but it was really nice and so that's what i did for like three weeks it's like a full-time job you smoke weed for four five hours a day 20 you know and here's the thing this is what i learned after me smoking about 20 different kinds of marijuana uh, for three or four hours, I have to take a break. I have to take a couple hour break and come back with a fresh palate because marijuana should never make you mad. You should never be mad at the fact that you're about to smoke some more weed. And so once I started getting angry, then I realized I wasn't giving some people a fair shrift. I would take a break and go have a sandwich or some sushi or something and then come back. Uh, we'll come back and talk about other judging experiences and my impressions of Northern California right after this here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting edge big data platform, Equio, puts real time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you 
Conquer the Wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seed, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, and we're back. We're full of weed and coffee, uh, because that is the poor man's eight ball, as, as always. as always evidence. Or I've heard it also called the Seattle speedball, but I think I said that before. But listen, I ramble like an uncle, man. I'm getting old, so deal with it. And I'm looking forward to growing old, actually. I'm going to try to seek out some older people to hang out with. So I can learn the secrets. I've been secretly, what would you call it? Auditing the class, <clears throat> auditing the class on how to transition into an old G. Uh, so I'm working on that. But anyway, back to Northern California. So to drive, since this is a travel log, let's discuss travel. To drive from Sacramento to Laytonville, uh, you hop on the five north, you go through Woodland, uh, you get up to Williams and you turn left on the Highway 20 and then you roll around through Lake County. Uh, Upper Lake, Lucerne, Nice, and you uh, end up eventually just above Ukiah on the 101, and then you turn right and take the 101 north, and you go through Willis. And here's the thing, like, use the, the 101 north is a relatively rural-esque highway in certain sections once you get past, say, Hopland or so, right, because it winds around through the redwoods and the hills and the mountains and shit. Uh up the coast. And so the town of Willits, the, the freeway used to go right through Willits. You would slow down, right? You got to go 35 miles an hour. There's stoplights and shit, but there's also a Safeway and a gas station and a burger station, a burger store, a burger store, a burger stand and a Jack in the box and, and a liquor store and a couple bars and a bookstore and a thrift shop that I've always wanted to go to purple hippo. I think it's called and a bakery and a bunch of stuff. So you already know, like you kind of plan ahead for it, right? You're like, I don't have to pee right now. And I'm not trying to spend more money at the casino. So I'm going to stop in Willits and I'm going to get a breakfast Jack and some coffee and some gas. And it's cool. But here's what they've done. They've put in an, uh, an overpass kind of, or uh, a workaround, right? So the freeway doesn't go right through town anymore. And I get it because if you live in the town and the freeway goes right through your town, and it's rush hour. It's going to take you a million. I mean, listen, rush hour in Laytonville. So it takes you an extra 10 minutes to get somewhere. We're not talking like rush hour in Nashville or rush hour in Los Angeles or or San Francisco or even rush hour in Sacramento. It's rush hour in Laytonville. It's not really it's not really that bad. You guys, you guys all got to you got to chill out on that. But so, but the, the, the point is they've built an overpass so you don't 
you no longer go through directly through Willits. And if you're not paying attention, since they don't really have many signs and billboards up yet, you will drive right past Willits. And 15 minutes later, you end up in Laytonville like, how the fuck did I miss Willits? Right. And I'm sure that some of the businesses in Willits are feeling the pinch a little bit as motorists continue to drive right past them. And I'm sure that people in Laytonville are like, why are we getting all this business all of a sudden? We never used to be this busy and people keep stopping here. We're going to either have to add more businesses or build an overpass because we weren't designed to handle this sort of so much traffic at one time. And uh, that's what do you call that? Unintended consequences, I think is what you call that. But it's nice up there and it's and it's harvest season and everybody's got great weed. Um, also, in the past couple of weeks while I was up there, I was fortunate enough to do a show in Ukiah at the, uh, at the bowling alley. I can't remember what the name of the bowling alley is. It's a very interesting thing in the past four or five years where there's been like a, a convergence of comedy nights and bowling alleys. And I don't really know why that is. I just accept it. And I work with it. I mean, I know we used to do, uh, uh, there was a club in Sacramento, not a club, but a comedy night in Sacramento way back in the day at the bowling alley out on Watt. This was like 20 something years ago. So, but that's changed. But just recently in the last few years, like there's a bowling alley uh, comedy night in Ukiah. There's a bowling alley comedy night in Concord, California. There's one in Medford at the Lava Lanes. Uh, there's another one in somewhere else that I just forgot because I've been smoking that pine tar Kush. And so I'm smoothed out right now, but I just think it's, I just think it's interesting uh, that bowling alleys and casinos may be the saviors of, uh, one night stand comedy in America, <laughs> right? Cause it's not the same. You guys, it's not the same where you could hit five or six different shows on a crazy long road trip. It's, it's so much different now. It's all, yeah, anyway, we're talking about travel and food and weed. So I did the show in Ukiah and it's the end of harvest season. So everybody's kind of kicking back and everybody's kind of celebrating, right? Because, you know, for the past month, since late September, early November, it's just been cutting down weed trees and hanging up weed trees and trimming trees and repetitive stress injuries and hard, hard work and clearing fields and sitting in a room. And so now everybody just got paid. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got some money. Everybody's got some weed. And so we proceeded to have a great time. We had a few drinks. We hung out after the show. I think I smoked five or six different weeds that weren't even in the cup. And I handed out some weed because you can hand out weed on the West Coast to people. It's one of the coolest things in the world, man. You guys who don't have legal marijuana, you got to get on this shit. You got you to gotta talk to your city councilors. You got to talk to your supervisors. You got to circulate a, position, a petition. I know it's hard in some states like Atlanta, like Texas, where you can't, they don't have the initiative uh, option, I guess is what you call it. You know, in California here, if you get enough people to sign a petition, you can get some shit on the ballot. Uh, what do they call that? Direct democracy, right? So you can be, the people can be directly do it. I mean, sometimes you get shitty things like Proposition 13, which ruined the property taxes and fucked up all the schools, and Proposition 187, which was a pain in the ass to immigrants and immigrant families. Uh, but Proposition 187 also led to Republicans finally losing their stranglehold on California politics. And now we have uh, damn near a supermajority of Democrats. And before you guys start talking shit, California has got the fifth strongest economy in the world, and we're kicking everybody's ass. And we're growing the best weed. So how about that? 
So how about that? Yes, we do have a housing problem. Yes, we do. But we're working on it. We're working on it right now. Me personally, I'm working. I'm just going to go build a house, just random houses in different parks. Small little huts. That would be something to do. I need more free time. Uh, I don't even know how I got to building a house in a small park from smoking weed. Oh, I don't, I don't know what happened, but that's the thing. Like I have a lot of marijuana right now, you guys. So if you want to come over, um, I will just give you some weed because you can, you can give people up to an ounce of weed and I'm not trying to find one of those loopholes like, Oh yeah, man, you can have the weed, but I got to sell you the bag that the weed comes in for $25. (laughs) Cause that's how it works sometimes, right? That's the, that's the loophole. If If you can argue that with a straight face, in court. Maybe it's a fancy kind of bag. Uh, I recommend smelly proof bags. They make a, a fantastic weed weed bag. I don't know. And that's the thing. People are going to have to start changing up. I saw a guy walking around uh, the other night. I did a show Friday night in Oakland, which is a great town. It was like a weed and burlesque variety show. Burlesque? Weed and burlesque variety show. And uh, there was a guy walking around with one of those, uh, what are they called? Stash logics, which is like case logic, but for your stash, get it? See, see, uh, smart companies would repurpose, right? If you sell CD holders, you might want to look into selling marijuana holders, right? Because CDs are going the way of the dinosaur and marijuana is taking over everything and you can't really miniaturize marijuana. I mean, you can, I guess a dab is small marijuana with a big effect, but it's not really like digitized marijuana. No one's going to put their weed on a thumb drive. But the point is, everybody's going to have to get more grown up. Like maybe you can get a briefcase that you can handcuff to your wrist or something like that. Maybe you can come up with a thing that you can wear in your pocket or a belt. How about a scabbard, like a weed scabbard you could have? No, I'm just spitballing. I don't really know. I mean, do what makes you happiest is what I'm saying. But all right. Anyway, that's that's all of that. So my point is do this. Go to Laytonville and smoke weed. Hang out in Willits. Smoke weed. Come hang out with me. Smoke weed. Eat pie from Upper Crust and Mill Valley. And we'll talk about some other things in just a few minutes when I get back right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show. 
the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before January 6th for $100 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. Maui Waui. Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. This is Rolling with Ungayo. Right here on iTunes and iHeartRadio and CannabisRadio.com and Stitcher and probably a link on my Facebook page and somewhere on my Twitter. You can follow me on the Twitter, N-G-A-I-O-420. You can follow me on the Instagram, N-G-A-I-O-420. You can come see me live at these various events. New Year's Eve, 8 o'clock show, Sacramento Punchline. You can look at this 8 o'clock show one of two ways. One, it's a pre-funk, man. Show up at the 8 o'clock, have a few drinks, smoke a bowl in the parking lot with me. You'll be done. Show be over like... 9.30, so then you can get out and get your real party on, kids. Just go and go hard, man. Just listen to Ray Schmurder all night or whatever. I ain't got no type, you know, do you think, right? Or you can look at it like, well, man, we're getting old. We want to party a little bit, but we're not trying to stay out all night. You can come to the 8 o'clock show out by 9.30, 10 o'clock. You're home at 10, 10.30, bada boom, bada bing. You can either fight through it and stay up till midnight before you go to bed, or you can pass the fuck out secure in the knowledge that the sun will get up in the morning, right? Either way, happy new year is my point. Then you can also see me January 5th through 7th at that same Sacramento punchline with the one and only Brian Posehn. That's going to be a very, very good show. And then in April, I will be in Texas, mostly at the Velveeta room. And I'm thinking I'm going to be in McAllen and a couple of other small ass towns. I will post that on the Instagram fairly shortly. I think I have some other gigs in February too, but I didn't write them down. I'll tell you. Oh, January 4th. <laughs> I'm going to start presenting gigs in non-chronological order. You'll just have to figure it out. January 4th, I'll be at the Wind River Casino uh, just outside of Redding, California, uh, which is nice. That way I can I don't have to borrow money to gamble. Don't give me some money right there. So that'll make it easier. And read me in the Sacramento News Review and Cannabis Now magazine and THC magazine and other magazines where fine cannabis products are sold. I'd like to thank Chameleon Glass. I'd like to thank my mom just for being cool. I'd like to thank my kids for also being cool. I'd like to thank you for listening. It means a lot to me. I'm not kidding. And I feel like it's 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 working. A couple of people have come up to me and said they enjoyed the podcast, and I appreciate it. If you have any comments about the podcast, things you'd like to see, things you'd like to hear, send me an email, ngaio420 at yahoo.com. Uh, that's also my PayPal address, too, if you're just trying to throw money at people. Maybe you got money lying around. 
I'll take it, man. Gas is expensive and the road is hard. But I love it. You know, and I also do some activism on the side. So you can support that as well. Next week, we will have more discussions about weed and travel and dessert and shit right here on Rolling With Them Gaio. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.